0: Hey there and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast. A podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. Help us keep the dice rolling by supporting the Fantasy Fantasia podcast on Patreon. By becoming a supporter, roleplay hero, or weaver of worlds on our Patreon, you will receive benefits such as Patreon exclusive one-shots and side quests, free to download battle maps and world maps, and even voting power in what comes next in our campaigns. My name is Avery Melosh, and I will be your dungeon master for tonight's episode of Dungeons and Dragons: Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame. Uh oh.
1: Oh
2: man.
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Matt, it's
3: been fun. No, well, thank you. <laughs>
1: Thanks, guys. For that's that what message. happens when you leave for a day.
3: <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> how dare you. From what I understand oh. from books, that's usually what happens when somebody really likes somebody. Ooh, oh. Do you oh. like me? Because I oh. didn't feel any of the things. That they say in books, you know, the, the physiological <laughs> things. No,
2: and I'm true. very, very confused right now. Well, we'll see if one of us makes it out.
0: So, oh my, so did Debbie down or <laughs> my God. <laughs> 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 On that optimistic note, let's do this. Okay, fine, yeah, two, says, two, we'll let's... say half. <laughs> that? It's Mimic, caught in one of the branches of the tree. It seems like the branch has a hold of Mimic's foot, and he's fluttering and flapping his wings all around, and he can't seem to get out of the tree. The tree. This sort of face begins to morph it and he goes, mm. Who's climbing my trunk? <laughs> And you see now fully formed in the tree trunk is a face, and he seems to be smiling in the bark, and he has these bushy, mossy eyebrows and indents. where he's like
1: (laughs) shooting out from under me and start like swirling around, and I do like a drum roll with my like, and I turn around and I present to you a brown bear. (laughs) <laughs> you nice. see
4: these Can
1: these big, big branches clap?
0: just <laughs> the top? So long since Liffer last has
4: seen bear play so dead. Liferlass so lonely
1: <laughs> <laughs> The turns and says well sorry we can't stay and just runs away <laughs> bring back other friend for Liferlass we or definitely we won't lonely.
4: Oh, uh, get back here <laughs> oh, <laughs>
5: goodbye friends thank you for your help
4: you're no know, friend of mine. Liferlas hate you.
5: <laughs> okay, then. And then Sai so kind of runs back to the cart and hops in the seat,
2: the driver's seat, and starts, as soon as everybody's in, starts moving. Lena mumbles "It's going to hate us more when those animals disappear. Oh, boy. Liferlas
1: curse you for all of Liferlas' life.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, dear. Well, hopefully that doesn't bite us in the ass, if that mm.
4: sense. Mm. You
1: bitches. <laughs> Oh, wow. yeah, okay. <laughs> oh I thought
0: God. we were in Low <laughs> <laughs> Okay So <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh, zoop. Okay, okay so you're on the cart you're continuing through the woods Until mm. you reach Deadwell And Mimics uh, flying above leading you The way the trees suddenly clear And as you stand on the edge of the forest You see Deadwell Were it not grey dark and giving off Energy of despair fear and evil It would look almost impressive <laughs> A great hmm. stone wall with blue firelights dotting its perimeter surrounds a series of large buildings with dark blue roofs and gold accenting the eavesdrops. The wall is broken in many places, as, they, as are the roofs of the buildings you see, with overgrowth of thorny vines and carnivorous-looking plants pervading them like an infestation.
4: Hmm.
0: You see a great black iron gate, broken and on its hinges, with a partially eroded symbol and a circle frame on it.
5: Um, so it goes up to the symbol, and can he see it?
0: So it's kind of eroded, so uh, if you want to take a closer look at it, I'll have you roll Investigation.
5: Yes, thank you do. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a crit fail. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> so, I mean,
0: I roll Percentage Dice, I guess. We'll, we'll follow the rules <laughs> and see if <laughs> you look at it and your eyes bleed. No, <laughs> <laughs> you die, Do you, you want me to die. roll the
5: Percentage? or?
0: Yeah, roll it for me.
5: Okay, uh, that is a... Mm, that's a 12%. <gasps> oh my god! Oh no. Oh
0: dear. So... Oh shit. <laughs> um, Kim, it's been fun. <laughs> you, you know, just, okay, you look at the symbol and you swear that it looks like the brand on Giriot's face.
4: Hmm,
5: okay.
0: Although it's hard to tell.
5: Okay, and... I look really hard, and then I can I convey that information back to the rest of the party.
2: Huh. Did, did we ever ask Uriate about that symbol? Do we, do we know this? I don't think we've asked much of him at all, unfortunately. Mm. We
0: have to yeah, change that. Up-y. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're not very
2: good at being friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs>
6: Durian <laughs> isn't the friendliest guy in the world. I, don't, I mean, I don't really blame you. Like,
2: he <laughs> I mean, he's not a good friend to anybody, though. His so social it's fine. skills
6: are almost as bad as Velvet's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know about any of you, but I think him and I bonded through the love of music.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's that's probably true. true.
4: Yes,
0: yes. So I, I Mimic see. continues flying through the gate, and he immediately hangs a right in the sky and heads toward this watchtower. So it stands about four stories tall, and it has a balcony at the very top that circles the outside of the tower. It's very heavily overgrown with the thorny vines and strange-looking plants. And you see at the front of the tower that the door is just open.
1: Oh, that's good. That's Should we make a run for it? In, in,
5: inside. Yeah. like, wait. Well, I think we should probably proceed a little bit more cautiously. Mm-hmm. Lena
2: starts walking up.
1: I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go invisible, and I'm I'm gonna go invisible, and I'm gonna because if Lena's going up, I'm gonna run behind her, but I'm gonna be invisible.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Operation <laughs> Human Shield. Can I do? I don't know if it'd be a nature
5: <laughs> check or something else, but to sort of, can I tell what the the plants are and if there might might be carnivorous or magical
0: or anything? Yeah, make a nature check.
5: All right. Um, oh, that's much better. Um. That is a 22.
0: So as you're looking at these plants on the outside, they don't seem like regular vegetation. They oh. seem bolstered, I guess, in a way, like they seem a little more hazardous. They're okay. not necessarily animated or sentient in their own way, um, but they just seem like there's some sort of darkness to them.
5: Hmm. And uh, I, I caution the group. I say, be, be careful. Try not to touch the plants. They, they look a little suspicious.
1: Okay. I whisper, in um, Lena's ear from behind her. Psst, hey, right behind you, and I got your back, okay? Unless you need a fight, in which case, probably not me. All
2: right. <laughs> hey, and it, cool. we're, away, we're away from the group, right?
1: Yeah, I think we're because we're the first yeah, ones
2: you,
0: that you, walked, right? You two went first. You're about to head through the door. Sai so kind of went to the side for a sec to check out the plants. And I'm not sure where Bree's at.
3: Um, Bree would have started following them. She's a little Absolutely. bit behind them still. So. Oh, okay, crap. Okay. okay, then I'm not going to say what I'm going to say then.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay.
5: <laughs> um, and after Sai's after done that, he does start to join the party.
0: So, so we have Lena going first, then Velvet, then Bree, then Sai. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Hey guys, remind me again, besides rescuing our friend, we're in here to find a
3: ritual?
1: Yeah, I think so, right?
3: Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bree reminds them of um, what the spirit of the queen told her about the ritual that they have to find. Okay. The um, ritual of destruction, the tomb of the champion.
0: Yeah, you have to find the tomb of the champion um, Right But um, you, you need to find his spirit, spirit. The, Sorry, you need to find the spirit of the champion Because he only knows the location of his tomb
1: mm. Right So this is kind of a one-stop shopping Nice, sweet
2: I'm <laughs> almost wondering if had maybe knows something about the spirit of the champion We'll have to ask him if we find him alive Ho- Hopefully, hopefully alive Yes, yes, hopefully alive let's, uh, let's assume he is So what does the watchtower look like? Avery.
0: Yes. So you go into the first level of this watchtower on the opposite wall of you that you enter. There are stairs that spiral up through the ceiling to the next floor. The room is about 30 feet wide in diameter. You see there are circular tables strewn about the room and broken and tattered chairs about as well. There is a table hugging one wall and above the table hanging on the wall, you see a faded painting of an elf man and a human woman. (laughs) Um, Other than that, the room is pretty clear. And sorry,
2: there's stairs going up. Yes. I turn to wherever Velvet is, hey Velvet, are you here?
1: Yep, right behind you. Oh, oh, I Wait, like bump oh. into her. Oh, okay.
2: Hey, wanna <laughs> race you up the stairs?
1: Done! He starts running. <laughs> she with starts that. running after him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember, I'm invisible, so he's just going. He's She's just trying he's to just challenge go.
2: herself. <laughs>
5: Can, is there anything, uh, size looking at the painting, is there any kind of like, um, you know, nameplate or anything that would indicate who these people are?
0: So there's no nameplate, but what you're looking at is uh, the elf has long, straight white hair, a thin pencil mustache, and the woman is wearing goggles on her forehead with a big, toothy grin and a leather apron. And they have their arms around each other, and you can see in the background behind them are Deadwell's buildings, uh, intact mm. in their prime.
5: Mm. So I'll have you
0: roll Investigation for me.
5: All right. Um, That is... Oh, that's a 22 as well.
0: 22. Sick. Mm-hmm. So... You look at this painting and one of the cabinets of your mind like opens, like revealing like one thing you heard one time. Mm. And you can swear that that elf in the painting is who you believe to be the head of the academy, the, uh, the school of magic and other sorceress wonders who you were hoping to go meet and do yeah. research at the academy.
5: Um, and do I know if this person is alive still?
0: Uh, you're certain he should be since you've heard from others that he's the head of that academy.
5: Okay. Yeah, he currently is. Got it.
0: Yeah. So based right. off conversations with people and asking while you were traveling there in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, you rem- you swear that that pencil mustache, you're like, that's familiar. Mm-hmm. You think it's him.
5: Okay. And do I know his name or do I just know of him?
0: You know of him so okay. far.
5: Got it. And okay. So after he looks at the painting, he's going to more cautiously start going up the stairs. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> All
0: right. So <laughs> Lena and Velvet, you guys sprint up to the second level. <laughs> And you see that the third story floor has collapsed onto the second story and you can see all the way up to the fourth story. Oh. So the next set of stairs, I'm gonna paint a little bit of a picture for you. The next set of stairs are on the opposite right side of the room as you, again, which you see lead to a small platform where the third floor used to be. Um, but then there's a wooden beam laid across the gap of the third floor to reach the next set of stairs that lead to the fourth floor. <laughs>
4: oh, wow. cool. So
0: this, this large room also has spider silk crossing every which way, making for like a bit of a tedious path through the room. Um, as well, attached to the bottom of the fourth floor, there are a few pods of spiderweb okay. hanging from the ceiling about halfway down. So about 20 feet above your heads and about 5 feet above that wooden plank. Uh, I'll have both of you roll perception for me.
1: Okay. Uh, that's a 10.
2: Uh, that's a 15.
0: 15. Okay, so you just barely notice, Lena, as you're about to hopefully not, sprint through this room. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the pods hanging from that ceiling, you notice hanging out of it is a braid of blonde hair and you swear the pod looks Gary's size. <gasps>
1: uh,
2: Lena stops abruptly and just whispers, Velvet.
1: Velvet bumps into her again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well,
2: laughs> got stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But can I say I was winning clearly then if you're behind me, so I just like to say
1: it's because of my little legs, all right, it has nothing to do with you.
2: Okay, okay, um, hey, hey, uh, and she points up at the pod. I'm oh. pretty sure that's our friend.
1: Um, maybe I should go, maybe I should get close, because whatever is going to be, as long as I get, should avoid the, the web, um, it's not going to see me.
2: Um, she says, yeah, yeah, here, um, and she just does a quick scan, she wants to see if she sees the giant spider.
1: No, it's
0: nowhere in sight. There's a pretty sizable hole uh, in the floor of the fourth floor that you can assume he would fit through. Okay. But uh, he's not in this room you're in currently.
2: Okay. Well, I don't see our giant friends, so I'll, I'll have your back. Okay, just just be careful.
1: Don't let me die again. Okay, I'm too pretty to die again. <laughs> okay.
0: And as you say that, Bree and Sai, you're also there with them.
2: <laughs> Lena okay. points S- out. Lena points out the Gyriad. so
1: velvet's gonna take out his rapier really slowly to cut him out and he's just gonna start walking up to it and uh, i assume like i'm basically gonna gonna use my high athleticism to kind of you know uh bend my body around and not hit any of the uh, of the webs
0: yeah, so if if you want to cut him down, you're gonna to have to cr- travel across the room first, up the stairs,
1: and then across that beam. Hundred percent. So I'm gonna yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna make the trip first across the room. Okay. So roll acrobatics for me. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh yeah, that's a
0: nineteen. Okay. So you make it as you are Mich- like Mission Impossible style, just like <laughs> going through all like the lasers, like the spiderwebs, <laughs> just barely sucking your gut in, tiptoeing across, as the others watch. And you
1: make it to the stairs. You make it up the stairs, and you get to the beam. Velva just thinks, "Man, I wish they could see how cool this is, but they can't because I'm literally invisible." Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so for the beam, um, I mean, he's pretty small. Is it is it very thin, or is it like it? It's pretty wide. Wa- you you would not have any worries about this beam if it can hold your weight. I, I'm gonna put my one foot on and just give it a little bit of weight first. So you give it a little bit of weight, and it gives a little creep. Oh, good, Mm -hmm. okay. Well, one foot at a time, (laughs) the moment says, and I'm I'm, going to just slowly inch my way across. Okay, so I'm
0: going to have you roll acrobatics one more time. Or actually stealth, I'll have you roll stealth. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's less fun. Oh, 21! 21, oh, okay, nice. yeah, that's that's enough. You so you I don't know what you do to make yourself weigh less, but you tiptoe across with minimal
1: I actually think to make himself weigh less, he's gonna lay down on it and just like inchworm his way across. Oh, nice. <laughs> Especially cause they can't see him, so they don't know how weird he looks, so he's just gonna go for it. So the three below, you just hear
2: <laughs> Well, he hasn't screamed or anything, so he must be okay. She says to Sigh. Mm. Yes, uh, let's, let's make sure to watch, though, just in case he does start to, to fall. Lena takes out her great axe just to, like, ready in case something happens.
0: Mm. Sure. Good idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- think about how you want to word that ready to action a little more specifically. Ooh. Or Are you readying, like, a full action or are you just kind of having it out?
2: Yeah, like, I almost want to ready, like, an attack in case. I don't know. She's worried that the spider is somewhere nearby. <laughs>
0: Sure. Okay. So you'll you're ready to attack action at the first spider you see. hmm Great. Okay. So Veli, you are now right under Giriad, and you can see the blonde hair is definitely his. Okay. And I, almost you feel like you can make out the mold of his face under the web. Okay. Is
5: right. is there any um like tablecloth or anything that could serve as like a little um, you know, when uh, not a parachute, but like if somebody falls, you can kind of like catch them on it.
1: What? Yeah, like a net, basically. Like yeah. a
5: net, or yeah, something like
0: that. This room is so covered in spiderwebs, it is so this spider's home that there is nothing accessible to him. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: okay, he's got okay. this. He's fine.
1: Yeah, so Velvet's <laughs> going to uh, gonna put put the rapier to his face and just gently cut the front, j- just so it opens up. Just <laughs> just a, just oh a visual confirm. Just a visual confirmation. I'm not gonna cut him. I just kind of want to just slit it and just peel it open just a little bit to make sure that it's him. So, Geary,
0: as you do that, as he does that, you are conscious, and he cuts open a little hole in the web, and you can see, you are looking, wait, are you visible there? No, mm-hmm. no,
1: I'm invisible. No.
7: Okay,
0: you see a floating rapier. Well, I <laughs> yeah. guess your rapier would be invisible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see
1: nothing. Yeah. <laughs> a piece of web just cuts
0: and falls, and you're looking, and you can see the three on the ground upside down below you.
1: And you hear, hey, sexy, how you doing? Spider,
6: is that you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Velvet goes like He he gasps He goes, no, it's your beautiful friend Velvet, silly, I'm here to rescue you
6: Small friend, I am happy to hear your voice
1: I'm gonna cut your legs But it's gonna make you fall So how about I cut you loose How about I cut cut you open first Not your body, but your webs Then cut you loose so when you fall You can scramble out Because I'm gonna bet when you fall That spider's coming I would be liking that greatly all right, he runs the rapier down the length of it just so his body, it kind of opens him up like a c- c- cocoon. And then with one, sw- he, he does a little bit of a jump and with a swish of the rapier, he cuts the very top uh, tendril off. Okay.
5: Can Sai cast uh, Reduce so that whatever harm he takes, it's, it's less? Like, we can, like, try to catch him? Totally. Okay, so
0: he's going to so cast So here's... That. Here's how, what we'll say it happens. You cut, jump and cut the final thing, Giriad. You instantly begin falling through the air. Uh, you hit the wooden beam on your way down. The wooden beam breaks in half and oh. falls in. Can
2: Lena try As and catch him? Catch who? Giriad.
1: I, I thought that's what Ken was doing. Right? Oh,
2: sorry. I thought he was just reducing damage. Hmm. Uh, no, no, no. Just reducing his size so that he'd be easier oh, to catch. Oh, sorry. Okay. My bad. Yeah.
1: Oh, his. Yes. S- cool. So
0: as he's falling and he falls through, Kim, yes. you cast reduced size on him.
5: Yep. So Boom. how
0: small does he become?
5: Um, it's, uh, sorry, let me get this out. It's uh, like an eighth of um, his size. <laughs> oh so how God. much God. do you weigh, Giriad?
6: Like, I, I, okay. Giriad is probably about, God, he's about five foot three, 220 pounds.
5: 120. Okay. So, the target sized is halved in all dimensions. So, you're half the size, and your weight <laughs> is reduced to one-eighth of normal. Oh, my God. So, oh. what's, what's one-eighth of, of 120?
0: <laughs> well, I think it's less than 30.
5: Okay. So, I so can't like grab with a mage hand. Oh, my God. So, it's, it's 15. Oh. So... I can't, I still can't grab you with a mage hand, but I think I can catch 15 pounds.
0: So if you do go to catch him, you'll have to make your way through the webs on the ground as well.
5: Mm, okay. Um,
0: to make it in time, you'll kind of have to barrel through that.
5: How far is it?
0: He'd, he'd be 15 feet away from you.
2: Okay. Mm,
5: let's see. What can I do? I feel
0: like that's doable, right?
2: Lena yeah. Lena can go. She's got a great axe. She can break some of the webs on her way. and.
0: Oh, it's totally doable. Yeah. yeah. I was just letting you know yeah. that it was there.
2: I never know like you know like a minute is like 10
5: turns so i'm never know like how long is it i guess you know
0: no yeah because no just because uh like spiders webs they're often sticky and spiders can feel
1: spiders can feel feel the vibrations Mm, that's why velvet was was saying that when he fell shit was probably gonna go loose Okay, so Sai, you instantly begin just running
0: through the webs to go catch him as you cast that. He goes, whoop, and he's barely the small size on our d and chart, almost tiny. And I don't know, Girid, if you would even make a noise, but your
6: voice would be like, yeah. No, Girid wouldn't make any sound when he's falling. He would just fall. No.
0: So he just zoop, and then... Uh, velvet, I'm going to have you make one more acrobatics check to see if you can roll out of your fall. Now that the beam is no longer there.
1: Oh yeah. That's a thing. Okay. Uh, that is a 21, 21. So you begin to fall through the air and you
0: fall on the balls of your feet, do a nice parkour roll and come up completely fine. Do
1: I land in the, uh, stuff, uh, or did I manage to avoid a spider web?
0: Uh, you landed in some spider webs, So we'll say right now you're in difficult terrain, um, which means your movement will just get cut in half.
1: Okay, okay. Mm.
0: And instantly in this moment as you land <laughs> in, in those webs you, f- you there's silence for like one second but you feel wind rushing and <laughs> boom, right in front of you this spider lands on the ground with an assertive thump on all eight of its legs it's staring right in your face velvet and it mm-hmm. opens its pincers and just goes like lets out a spider noise right in your face oh, and you I need miss- everyone to roll initiative for me Aww. Yeah, Ve-
1: velvet does his best Geralt of Rivia impression and goes fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, (laughs)
7: And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza.
0: Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor,
7: Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. (laughs)
4: <laughs> um, with, with the, the uh,
5: oh. reduce spell, is it's a concentration spell. Would that be enough to break concentration or do I have to cast enlarge?
0: Um, so concentration, you could just stop concentrating okay. and he'll return to normal.
6: Got it. All right. All right. Also, do we have to roll
1: initiative? or Yes. Oh, right now? Okay. That's a tw- 21 for Velvet.
5: For Sai, it's 10. An 8.
6: I got a 9. Oh, I got a, I, I, I rolled a seven altogether. Seven, yeah, okay. Yeah, it
0: make, you know, story-wise, it makes sense. You got reduced, you got enlarged, you're
6: just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of coming to after what happened, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so how initiative is gonna go is it'll be Velvet first, then the Spider King, then <laughs> we'll have Psy, Brie, Lena,
1: oh the spider king good great (laughs) okay so you you are literally within five feet of the spider king velvet what would you like to do so that spider king whether i'm invisible or not it fucking knows i'm here um so that's good uh so what i'm gonna try to do is because i'm still invisible i'm gonna try to uh cut the spider webs around me and free myself from them to make it lose my location
0: yeah, smart. Okay, cool. So you you don't even have to really roll for that. You just cut all the webs around you. They kind of drop so you're in, within a circle. Um, do you want to use any movement to get out of that spot?
1: Yeah, I, I like now that, now that it can't detect my movement, I would like to drop to the floor and try to like crawl under it to get back to the group if I can. Okay, you
0: should be able to do that because I'm pretty sure gnomes have a thing where they... It's like a... I think it's like a... Not a class feat, but a race feat almost where you can move nimbly through people. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I, I feel like I remember reading it.
1: Do you want me? Do you want me to look it up? Because I can right now. I I, I, honestly, I don't have it down, but
0: honestly, no, it's cool. We'll just say you're you're small enough. This spider is big enough. Uh, it's a large beast, so you begin just
1: army crawling under this thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will have
0: you roll stealth for me. Then.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, he's just trying to keep his cool right now because yeah. <laughs> um, figured if he panics, that's the last thing that's going to be good. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Boom. Nice. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You um,
1: you want me to roll percentage?
0: To be truthful, I cannot think of anything spectacular that you can add on to this. Awesome. But fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my God, 91. <gasps> okay. Oh,
1: wow. okay. wow.
0: Okay, so you cut away a lot of the webs and you begin army crawling. You... F- oh, also, this spider has two heads. I forgot to describe that. <laughs> what? Oh, <okay. laughs> it has two heads. I'm going to say... You find a vial, and you look at this vial, and it looks like a sort of, not a liquid you can drink. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. You find a vial, and it is filled with a green liquid. It looks pretty old and dusty, but you see on, there's a small label that says anti-poison
1: nice okay velvet uh, tucks it in uh, his his uh, chest for safekeeping and uh, continues to army crawl towards the group trying to not look back to see the terrifying two headed <laughs> fucking spider so he's just like it's just like an army crawl down the beach velvet that's all it is and he's just going <laughs>
0: amazing so i just rolled for the spider king and he, he does not see you at all he does not sense you you're yes. right underneath him okay uh he turns to the rest of the group uh the four you were kind of just together i guess sai and gyriad are the closest so he's gonna go after he's gonna go after his lunch he's gonna go after gyriad first <laughs> he crawls over to you guys and he goes to bite you gyriad okay just 14
6: hit nope
0: Okay, so one of its heads, he lurches forward with it, and the pincers go to bite you, and you just duck out of the way and move back a little bit. Do I have my
6: bow? No. Oh, oh, that causes problems. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. You, you are absolutely certain
0: though that it's probably nearby. Okay, I'm gonna go look for that. Um, actually, Giriad. Uh huh. Giriad, when you were attacked, do you remember in your fight with this spider that you accidentally dropped your bow? And if you look around, you would see that it's about, uh, it is at the top of the staircase that leads to what would be the third floor. So that was the Spider King's turn. Now we have Psy.
5: Okay, so, uh, Psy is going to cast, uh, is, um, hold on, is, is Girid still within 30 feet of me?
0: He is right next to you.
5: Right, okay, so he still is right next to me. Okay, so, uh, Sai's is going to cast haste on Giriad. Nice,
6: thank you. And
5: <laughs> you know what that is, right? Yeah, yes. Do you need me to go through all of the the benefits?
6: You should. Or? You should go through it in case, though, for sure. listeners. It's
5: plus two bonus to AC. Uh, your speed is doubled. Um, you advance. You have an advantage on Dexterity saving throws, and you get an additional action. So, like, I think you have two now, so you, you get three actions on your turn.
0: No, everybody only gets one action. I think you're thinking of as attacks. He can make two. So no, it gives me an extra action.
6: That's it.
5: Yeah. Yes. Okay. There we go. All right. Um, And so you get that for ten turns, and then afterwards you're you're tired and you have to take a break. Damn. (laughs) For one turn. And then um, after he casts that, he runs away from the spider as fast as he can. <laughs>
0: so now that the spider is within five feet of you, Sai, he's going to take an attack of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> so the other head lurches to Oh, okay. Uh, so seven will not hit. As the yes. other head lurches towards you, Sai, and misses you as well as its pincers, Whoa. just barely don't catch a thread of your robe. <laughs> Bree, you're up.
3: Okay. I am going to try to. A sacred flame on the spider So it needs to make A dexterity saving throw
0: Okay Does 13 pass?
3: No it needs to beat 15 Okay Okay so it takes 2d8 radiant damage Nice That's 11 damage 11 radiant damage damage. And um, as a bonus action I want to bring out My spiritual weapon
0: Nice. Mm. Which is
3: yeah, this just huge, um, emerald green, great sword.
0: So you cast this sacred flame. One of its heads begins to burn as it lets out this terrible shriek, getting pushed back after it lunged at Sai, and then this sick emerald green sword appears right next to you, ready for mm-hmm. action on your next turn. Nice. Perfect. Lena,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna regret this. Um, as, as she's hitting it with the sacred flame and it's distracted, um, Lena's gonna let out a war cry and rage and she wants to try and jump onto its back. Can I do that? Oh my god.
0: Yeah, I'll yes. have you roll athletics for me.
2: Okay, well, oh, come on, d20. Hmm. D20. Oh my
4: god, that's a crit fail. Oh, <laughs> oh no! no. no.
6: Alright, roll the percentage dice for me. What I'm buying is you new dice.
4: <laughs>
6: Dude, that's going to dice prison.
2: Yes it
0: is <laughs> Carla you're so notorious for rolling terribly so so bad. Bad. I know <laughs> She rolls so bad
2: Like I know guys I know You <laughs> just to okay. save your dice again <laughs> Hey that's a hundred again
0: Okay so Uh-oh. You just unsuccessfully get onto its back I'll say you try to climb up but there's so much movement And its legs are moving around that you end up falling back down And you land on your feet So you just aren't able to get on its back
2: Can I attack it still? Yes. Okay, so she says that was embarrassing and then she takes <laughs> out her great axe and she's going to go for one of its legs. She wants to try to chop it off. I don't know if it's going to take both her actions or not, but I got 17 and 20 to hit.
0: Okay, so both of those will hit. She All wants to go
2: for like one of the the ones in the front that it kind of uses like one of the two first ones there. Um that's totally. 21 damage. And I was going to say again with the ancestral the humanoid creatures that she sees when she rages, obviously attack it, making disadvantage for everybody else.
0: Thank you for reminding me. So you swing your great axe. One goes right through one of the legs. Two Mm -hmm. goes through another one of the legs. So it loses two of its legs. Its body briefly slams into the ground and it quickly gets back up and it's not looking good. It's bleeding. Blood is spurting out everywhere, all Mm -hmm. over the floor. A little bit gets on you, Lena, (laughs) and it does not look good. It's shrieking, howling. Gyriad
6: Yes, you are up. I am up. <laughs> okay, um, as Garriott would do, he would look around and, um, Giryad fashion, blankly, uh, <laughs> after um, all the chaos, and he would look at his bow, and he would dash, and <laughs> <laughs> okay, and when he dashes, that means he goes. God, okay, what is haste? does haste add to my speed? Target speed is doubled. Target speed is doubled. Okay, so if I'm dashing, which is already times two of my speed, right?
0: If he, if it if it doubles your speed, you don't even have to dash to make it.
6: Okay, yeah, 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 perfect. So that's that's what mm. I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna zoop. I'm just gonna go right up the uh, the stairs and grab my bow real quick. There it is. All right, so I grab my bow, and I and I give it a good look, and I clutch it too close to me as a, it is a very important bow, and I look um. Do I have enough to um, make a make a turn now, or is that, uh, is that not happening?
0: No, you totally do because the haste doubled your movement. You only took your movement. You still
6: have your action. Anything? anything okay, else awesome. There. Okay, just uh, also
0: Matt. I will say that uh, I want to employ the flanking rule, and since you're on the opposite side and at an advantageous point, you'll roll with advantage on your attacks. Nice. nice.
6: Very, yeah Very nice. Mm. So suddenly, um, a green like glow uh, goes around my arrow as I point and shoot at it and I cast um, ensnaring strike on my uh, arrow. So, for context, for listeners, uh, when I hit a creature with whatever weapon, a writhing mass of thorny uh, vines appears at the point (laughs) of impact and the target must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained by magical vines until the spell ends, which lasts a minute. So, that would be six turns. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I will shoot my um, little arrow there. So I rolled a 19. Does a 19 hit? Yes. All right. You're, you're rolling with advantage too? Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> good, good. 27. Does that hit? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. 19 hits, but 27, no. <laughs> <laughs> Inverse AC. Okay, so uh, let me do the damage real quick. So that's 23 altogether. How would you like to do this? Yeah. <gasps> yes. Jeez. So I... Um, my arrow glows a bright glow as I uh, let out a quick grunt and ah, and then I, I shoot my arrow as it pierces right through the abdomen of the spider and the spider falls.
0: And it has so much momentum and energy that the hole it leaves is bigger than the arrow itself. It's right through. The spider scur- falls to the ground, rolls over in pain, slowly stops moving and then curls up all its legs together until it's almost like a small pod itself.
1: Mm. Velvet becomes visible and goes, we did it! (laughs) 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 Good job!
5: Excellent friends, we can take this on. Good job, everyone. Good job, Velvet. Excellent work in going invisible.
1: Oh, shucks.
5: (laughs) And Geriod, so glad to have you back.
6: Yes, I am grateful to be back, and I am more Mm. grateful to have you as friends. You have saved my life.
5: And we're grateful to have you. And look,
1: look we brought your bird!
0: <laughs> yeah, Mim- Mimic is there, and he flies over to you,
6: Giriad instantly, lands on your shoulder, and begins nuzzling your face. Um, uh, Giriad lets out something strange, and it's a smile. As, we,
2: uh, <laughs> as Lena comes out of her rage and her eyes go normal again, she walks up to the spider and puts a foot on it and tries to like pull out one of the legs.
0: Oh, there we go! <laughs> nice. do you do successfully. <laughs>
2: And she just like, she looks, looks to the group and goes, might as well take a souvenir and she kind of like tries to fold it up. I'm just going to try to oh. put it in her bag.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's bad. That, that's. Oh, God, that is. It's long enough that it sticks out the top of your bag. <laughs> oh. She's, like, She's like fine with that. <laughs> I mean, Lena. to be fair, it looks pretty badass. Like, no, it's like oh objectively, that's cool.
2: I mean, one day I'd maybe like to have some armor, so I figure I can use it to sell. Right.
1: Ooh, very true. Um, Avery, we've established that this is a bit of a graveyard, so can Velvet give a look around and see if he sees anything of value to help pay off his debts? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: in this in this particular place, no. It looks like everything's old, decrepit and beat down. Ah, shit, <laughs>
6: nothing good. Okay, maybe next time. <laughs>
2: Lena turns to Giriot and goes, so uh, what were you doing here?
6: Um, as she's saying that to me, who was trying to pull the legs again, real quick? Me. As it's you're Lena. saying that to me, I reach into the spider's mouth, and pull out one of its fangs uh with a knife uh that i have and i hand it to her and i go here the poison in this should be strong enough still oh (laughs) and it would be 2d8 poison damage but and and it's a dc11 constitution (laughs) saving throw if the dm allows it lena goes wow
2: that's uh thank you that's a lot smarter than the leg i took
6: all right, um what was I doing here and um <clears throat> I was trying to find answers answers about my past
5: um mm. yes I, I noticed that the uh the symbol thingy and I kind of point to his head uh matches the the gate outside. Is this where you come from or what what is the connection here?
6: no, I come from the mountains of Ildachester, ildechester, and the reason oh. for this brand is. Because I am a traitor myself.
5: So, this is a place of, of traitors? No, or?
6: I don't think so, at least. Course, I, then you would have to ask the DM. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Deadwell is not a place of traitors. Yes, okay. No. okay. Mm. I heard a calling from my father.
2: Mm. Uh, can I ask who your father is? Because we're here to look for the spirit of the champion. Mm. Uh, Good thinking, Lena.
6: My father was a blacksmith, a fine one, from Irochester. Even among the dwarves, he was a fine blacksmith.
2: Hmm. So he's not the spirit of the champion, then? This is, well,
6: mm- he could be, because he died. Right. And I believe he died by the hands of me.
1: Whoa! Back like, up! Whoa, whoa! 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 <laughs> Velvet's like reverse this tray up. Oh, nope, reverse this cart. There okay. There's
5: clearly
2: much that we have to learn about you, Gary.
1: <laughs> you
2: committed patricide. That's fascinating. See, this is why we should have became friends and actually talked about ourselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then the drama unfolds slowly, and isn't that more interesting for traveling companions, Velvet
3: says? <laughs> Breed looks at Giriad and telepathically asks him, "What do you mean by he died at your hand?"
6: <laughs> when I awoke, his corpse filled with arrows in front of me. I was branded a traitor immediately and banished. I was said I would be dead within a week. It has been years.
2: Were you cursed like Malik?
6: I am not sure, but I when I was branded, this was put on uh, put upon my face. And now I must face the facts that I, indeed, am a traitor amongst my people. And I will do anything it takes to redeem myself.
5: And, and how are you planning to redeem yourself? Is there a quest
6: that you are trying to fulfill, or...? <laughs> so, quick question, Avery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what are the... What, okay, The cult, is there a name to this cult?
0: They are no, they're known as the Lords of Dust.
6: The, it was learned recently by the group, mm. the Lords of Dust in Losherton. And okay, <clears throat> G- so Giriad pipes up after a long pause of thinking. I believe, <clears throat> I believe the Lords of Dust have something to do with my father's death, and I am willing to prove it. If not, I'm willing to at least find the answers. If it if it is true that I killed my father, that I am indeed a traitor, that I indeed will. Leave my life to the hands of Idlechester.
2: Oh, well. Hopefully that's not the case. I mean, we're looking for a spirit, and if you're looking for a spirit, then I'm assuming it's in the same place in this death building somewhere. Mm-hmm. And 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 I I, I suspect that
5: if the the Lords of Dust are involved, you probably were framed. Uh, we we've come to know you, and you seem like a, a fairly decent fellow. So I say that we we. Look for for evidence that you and that will that will uh, exonerate you.
1: But why would he be here? Your father didn't die here. That doesn't make any sense. No, but Deadwell is a place of spirits,
6: cursed spirits, uh, and I am here to find his spirit.
1: Well, hmm. great, awesome, fucking necromancy, dead <laughs> things. God <laughs> damn it, Velvet says. <laughs> <Sense.
2: laughs> Lena says, but, Velvet, you think you'd be used to it after fighting my
1: father? <laughs> I lived with a necromancer for a long time, and I don't like any of them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, and and velvet like and like just just leaves the conversation, walking up the stairs, just like muttering under himself and picking the spider webs off his body. <laughs>
5: So, very well, we, we should probably move forward. Um, yes. Do, now, was there only one spider? That's, that's one of the questions I have. Do we, should we expect to, to encounter more Ooh, spiders
0: let like me,
6: this? Let me roll a nature uh, roll.
0: There was actually no roll necessary. Um, oh, okay. You, you, you just know there, there is one. <laughs> there is one spider in the tower.
6: Okay. There is only one spider in the tower. <laughs>
4: That, that's good. That's
5: and is a that relief, Velvet says,
6: <laughs> up the tower already.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and is this the only place that you have been?
6: Yes, until the spider okay. held me captive. Mm.
5: Before, well, we we might.
6: before we press on, I must say something.
5: Mm. Go ahead, friend.
6: I am in debt to your life, and I will follow you to the ends of the earth to provide you whatever help necessary. I am forever grateful, and you are my best friends.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and Sai just kind of pats him on the back.
6: Did I say something wrong?
5: No, 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 no. Mm. We are your friends, and, and, and it's it's nice to hear that.
6: This is good. Let's press on.
5: Yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: oh, Moment over. So we head
2: towards the <laughs> entrance hall, I'm assuming, is how you get in.
0: So we all we all travel together toward the first hall, the entrance hall. Looking to immerse your players with some quality ambience then check out the youtube channel sword coast soundscapes where they have over 100 different ambient soundscapes some of which you can hear in this podcast or if you're looking for some music to set the tone of that fantasy capital or raise the stakes of combat consider supporting will savino's patreon named music d20 where he is constantly dropping new tracks for your tabletop games
7: Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons and Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad, Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheatre.com. Talltale Theatre Collective. Grow with us.